What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of From the Panther Pit. Once again, this is sports editor Ben Barkley. I'm joined again by staff writer Daniel Stackhouse, but we're also joined by our other new sports writer, Jocelyn Weber, and our very own advisor, Mr. Justin Spencer. How are you guys doing this morning? Doing great, man. Excited to talk about all these sports. Oh, uh, yeah. Jocelyn, how are we, how we doing? Tired, but I'm ready to talk about sports. Tired, we're ready to talk. We're, we're gearing up for a big break, man. I mean, like mm-hmm. four-day weekend coming up. That's pretty awesome. But I tell you, like, uh, yeah, it's it, it's been good. I mean, you know, Barkley, you know, doing some great things, man. You are just a writing machine right now. Yeah, I, I do my best. I mean, we're, we're nine weeks through the semester. I think you're approaching 30 stories already in nine weeks. I mean, it, it, it is unreal. Um, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to ask Jocelyn first before we jump into sports. Jocelyn, you know, you've, um, joined the Prowler this year, started by writing sports, starting to branch out into some other things. How do how do you feel about the experience so far? It's pretty, it's a pretty interesting experience. Like I'm having fun and I'm enjoying writing sports and even branching out and writing other stuff. Awesome. Awesome. I think you're, you're working on a a fun little music review, little compilation story right now that we're going to hopefully get thrown together and, and see what we do there next week and Stackhouse, man Stackhouse, you've been out there you've you've spent i think more time at the softball field than in the newsroom recently <laughs> how, how are you feeling about your your first nine weeks with the prowler i mean it's been it's definitely been a journey i've been i've been able to learn so much about sports journalism and it's something that you can hope to just continue to build on because it's it's wonderful it's amazing to be able to write and see about all these sports it's good, man. It's good. We've got, we got coaches stopping by the newsroom. I think that's one of my favorite things, mm-hmm. man. You know, yeah. like we've we've talked about sort of the the, the tradition that, that the sports department has built upon over the last five years. And like, I got, I got coaches stopping by my room. Coaches coming by during during you know seventh period during class and all that. Man, it's it, it's exciting when that stuff is happening. When when coaches are reaching out and saying, "Hey, you know, we appreciate that story." Or, "Hey, you know, I read I read what Ben wrote the other day," and that kind of stuff. Like that, that's good, man. That's good. That's what that's what we want. That's what we want. But yeah. I tell you, I'm looking at sports, man. Sum it up for me, Ben. Like Ben, you're you're the sports editor. Like mm-hmm. give give me last two weeks in a nutshell. What are you seeing from Stars Mill Sports? Well, last two weeks, there's been <clears throat> lots of surprises, lots of excitement all around our sports. But of course, you know, the one. Sport that hasn't really surprised me is cross country's continued dominance really in the field. So going into that a little bit, they went over down to North Carolina at the uh, Great American Cross Country Festival. They once again they finished strong there. Completely different playing field, whole new state of competition. We got Darby Olive, Haley Ross, you know the normal names we've always mentioned on the girls' side, and Seth Miller, who's just a machine. I think he ran like a. 1645 k nice which is zippy then joseph mazillo evan mcconnell just you know this cross-country team's been doing some good stuff as always it's i'm sorry no Uh, go ahead man they've got all they've got all the cogs to run the machine and that's been evident for the past few years they just continue to dominate it was interesting for me like uh you know stackhouse talking about that that um you know, early in the season, you know, we, we kind of had a, a few names on our radar and everything. And then it was like, okay, here's a PR. Here's another PR. Here's another PR. And now it seems like like we're at that point. I think you said it, Ben, that we're, we're kind of seeing that consi- these consistent names. You know, I mean, Darby Olive was the, was the um, student athlete of the week, I think, last week or two weeks ago. Seth Miller is the student athlete this week, you know. Um, 
so the, just just some some really starting to see that consistency. Of like mm-hmm. like you said, Stackhouse, like the, the the pieces, kind of the the wheels of the machine now cranking together, kind of thing is is exciting to see. Um, yeah, like a, that that's that's awesome. I don't, I don't know what what Coach Rock and the and those other um, coaches are doing, but they're they're doing something they're doing right, something correct. So yeah, they they've got a big meet next weekend. They're getting their region meet going October nineteenth. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Is that the one that? Uh, seems like every sport has a different like region area kind of method of doing things. And I know we're going to talk about a couple of them with softball and volleyball this morning. Um, that region meet, that's the one that qualifies them for state. That's right? the one that qualifies them okay. for state. All right. So that, that is a big, big, big one. Looking forward to that update there. Mm-hmm. Is that, that's right at Heritage? That's a, that's a Heritage. Right? Okay. So not, not this coming weekend, the Next. break weekend, but October 19th, 19th, that weekend. Awesome. Yeah, Early sure, morning. You guys should come out and support your Panthers early in the morning, but they'd appreciate it. All right, so quick times. I'm gonna jump over to Stackhouse here. He's been following the softball team for the past couple weeks through region and first round of states. So I'm gonna hand it over to Stackhouse. Thank you very much, Ben. So it's kind of been an up and down, very down. Well, kind of down and up this past two, this past week, two weeks. Uh, last week we had the region championship. Something I was very excited to watch. It was against Whitewater, and as Mr. Spencer was telling me, it was a very sl- there were very slow games that were very patient, trying to keep the pitcher on the field to keep on throwing to just tire the tire the opposite pitcher out. And to be fair, it kind of worked to effect because I mean there they were some there were some strong showings by each pitcher on the team by Lily Backus and Michaela Caulfield. But Lily Backus she threw eighteen innings in that series, which is like that's unheard of. I mean, I mean, and. When I was interviewing the op- the opposing head coach, he was saying like no normal team, no normal person could do that. Like she had to be tired eventually. I guess that's something that they capitalized on. The Panthers won game one very convincingly, but then Whitewater came back the very second game. And then game three, <sighs> uh, so we were up. <laughs> you're gonna have to you're, you're, for the good. listeners. You're gonna have to explain that groan that you just you just yes. Yeah, so I'm going there. to have to explain right. that groan. Uh, so. We were up three nothing, and then in the sixth inning, I believe, Whitewater comes back and hits and hits three runs to come back to take the lead four to three, and we just didn't capitalize off of that, and we didn't come back. So Whitewater took the region championship. They got a first seed. We got a second seed. And second straight year that Whitewater came into Stars Mill and took the region championship month. Second straight year they came in as the two seed and mm-hmm. and walk out the one seed, you know. Yeah. And again, last year I think it was two games, this year yeah. three games. I'll tell you, and I know I know this is from the Panther pit. I know we're talking Stars Mill. I know we we've uh, we've gotten some some nice feedback over the last couple of weeks when we when we put other teams ahead of us and all that kind of stuff. We'll talk more about that later on, but I tell you, and I mentioned this to you yesterday, Stackhouse. I don't know that we can talk about the Whitewater series without mentioning Michaela Caulfield from oh, Whitewater. Yeah, definitely, I forgot to mention her, but yeah, she was a she was a beast in that game. Isn't like, she a freshman? She is a, a freshman, freshman, and that's why I wanted to bring it up. Like, because we know, and, and no offense to the the team in Green up up Peachtree Parkway, or, or no offense to any other teams in our region, but we knew going into this season that there was it was clearly Stars Mill Whitewater at the top. And then you've got McIntosh somewhere down there in the mix, but at a pretty distant third 
from Whitewater and, and, and Stars Mill. And then the, the rest was, okay, is it going to be Griffin? Is it going to be Fayette County? Like, okay, who's, who's going to be the four seed? But it was very, very clearly Stars Mill, Whitewater is, is the clear favorites for one or two, one and two. And then you look at, okay, what does this mean for next year? Like, I'm already thinking, you know, I know we're still going to talk yeah. playoffs. You'll, you'll talk us through the first round of state playoffs here. But, like, let's think about this. Like, Bacchus, sophomore. Caulfield, freshman. Like, these two stellar pitchers in our region. Like, I, I can't wait to see. When, I, actually, I kind of hope we do hit them in the playoffs. You know, I mean, obviously we're not going to – we didn't hit them first round. We're not going to hit them second round. But if – both teams make it down to Columbus in a couple of weeks, man. I I hope that, that we end up. I mean, how? Just imagine we play play them in the grand finals. Oh yeah, the yeah. champions. I mean, but but again, you're you're talking. This girl clearly, we got to figure something out against Caulfield. Like, oh, clearly, yeah. we do. But I think she had like, I think she had like ten strikeouts one game and nine the other. I may be mistaken about that number. Which I mean, that's not Lily Backus numbers. You know, that's not Lily Backus numbers, but still. We're going to see her three more years. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, I mean, Vessel did her job. Uh, Emma Vessel, uh, I think, is a senior for senior. Whitewater. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, she did her job. You know, she hung in there long enough. And then, you know, you put it in Caulfield. It's like, I close the door. Um, but uh, you know, Backish, you're right, man. 18 innings in, in three games in two days. That's a lot. You know, and I know and I hope I hope people listening will go to your story, that Whitewater story, and pull up Coach Williamson's quote. You know, because, I mean, he flat out said, you know, I'm kicking myself in the butt for that. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. We, we made it into playoffs. So, so talk, talk me through the first one. You were there, too, uh, for that first round. Because, again, Ben, you set us up with lots of surprises, lots of excitement. Tell me what's going what happened there. Oh, that was very surprising and very exciting, I'll just say right off the bat. We played Thomas County Central, and both games kind of followed a similar format where in the second – Starting with the first game, we were down, I'm pretty sure, we were down 4-1 to one in the first round. Yeah. We were down 4-1 four to, four to one around the fifth inning, and I was like, really? How is this happening? I mean, Bacchus had a real, was struggling a lot during the second inning. But was it look, nerves? Like, I know you and I, you and I sat at one of those games together, and mm-hmm. it was like, okay, she's not, she's not settled in yet. She's not settled in, and I think it was like the first inning of that Whitewater game, of like game one. You and I could tell that she wasn't settled in, and then she comes out in second inning, and I mean, just shut them down. What, were you seeing that kind of stuff? Like, what were you seeing? I mean, yeah, I mean, it probably was nerves because later down during the game, she played a lot better. So I. I will I will excuse that just because it probably was just nerves. Yeah. So so you were down four one. Talk me through it, man. And so, man, a lot of stuff happens. RBIs rack up. We get Reagan Turner hitting. Was it Reagan Turner that hit hit a home run? Mm-hmm. No, no, yeah. Mm-hmm. Reagan Turner hit a game hit hit an RBI right when we needed one to get us right back into that game. And then Sarah Latham hits a hits a home run to get to get us into that lead. At that point, I mean, you got Jolie Lester in the mix too, right? Was yeah, it, was Jolie that, Lester. Or was that game two? That was game two. Okay, okay, all right. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I didn't want to jump ahead. But sorry. at the same time, we had a lot of players getting a bunch of RBIs. I was kind of just like, who's going to score next? All right, I, I mean, like we it. were we were up probably like we were up ten four by the end of that inning. Wow. That is insane. That's awesome. awesome. And so 
But we had a similar experience in game two. Yeah, we did have a similar experience, except it was a lot longer. It was like four to three for most of the game, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken. So we had that or no, it was seven to four going into the sixth inning. And it was Thomas County leading. It was at that. Same but I remember time. at some point we're down seven two. Yeah, we kind of chipped away a little bit, like to seven four. Oh yeah, and that then, was a, and from then a what Jolie happened? Lester home run. Right, she helped us get back into seven four. That, girl, that girl's been swinging that really. Oh hard. yeah, three home runs in five games. I was joking with somebody there. I was like, "That's what a Ronald Acuna does, not a high school girl." Yeah, that's yeah exactly. Um, and uh, Stackhouse, I believe you talked with. Coach Williamson after that game. I did talk after that game. And uh, here's what he had to say. Once again, it didn't feel good. Um, but, you know, they, they, they battled. They competed till the last out. And, you know, good things happen if you keep playing hard. So. And how did that six-inning stint of just great hitting, how did that shift the game, shift the tone well, of the game so I strongly? I may be mistaken, but that was probably our third, I don't know, maybe even fourth time through the lineup. Yeah, I think they made some adjustments to the pitcher. No, and, um, over here. Yeah, they were seeing the ball better and, and had, had better at bats. And kind of something before I talk about the hitting, how do you how did you feel putting Bacchus back in to finish off this game? Um, didn't have a problem with it knowing that it was probably only two innings. You know, we were going for the win at that point in time. Um, Paige, Paige had settled in and was pitching well, so it was a tough call. But uh, knowing we needed six outs and three runs to play with, we felt like that was the right move to make. And so let's go about the hitting. Y'all, y'all had a great hitting game. So, what are your thoughts on this on the team's hitting after this after this game? Like I said they made some adjustments um, early on. We weren't hitting so well. Um, they talked about making some adjustments. Some of them, some of them listened and, and made the adjustments, and uh, it paid off. And now that this series is all said and done, how you feeling? Feel good. Feel good. Feel better than I did in the fifth inning of that game. <laughs> and so, how do you think you go forward? You're either going to be playing Kel or Arabia Mountain. And how's it feel just being one, one more step? Hey, it's, 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 you know, one more round, trying to make it to Columbus. That's been our goal. So, um, you know, it's not like they're going to come over here. If it's Kel, they'll come here. If it's Arabia, we'll go there. Um, but, you know, either way, they're going to come ready to play. So we got to come out and battle. So, yeah, we're back back in round two against a team I didn't think the team expected to play. We're facing Cal, and they're, they're the four seed. They beat the top seed, Arabia Mountain, which, you know, that kind of proves that anything can happen. It's why they play the games. That's what my dad always tells me. <laughs> and uh, so back here Tuesday. 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 I know we're, we're off on break that day, but we're back here Tuesday at home. Uh, Stackhouse, you've informed me that you're going to be there taking care of those games. Of course, we're – Still uh, finishing up the Thomas County Central recap. Yes. we got to get that thing posted. So, of course, you can go to theproudnews.org, keep it there, and um, Stackhouse is going to keep you informed. But, yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we've been talking about, like, Bacchus finding that groove, like Jolie Lester is swinging that bat. I mean, you know, it's it's good to see that these these people, you know, it's, it's almost like cross-country. You know, you're, you're, you settle into the season, you settle in now into the playoffs, and, like, you – you start hearing the same names. And, and, I mean, even, you know, Paige Andrews at the back, you know, I mean. She um, did really good at that. Yeah, she's over the last three years, I've really got to watch her develop a, as a hitter, um, which is great. You know, doing doing some good coaching on her part of talking to Bacchus, getting Bacchus settled in and all that. But, yeah, I know I know we were down, what would we say, 7-2. We creep into 7-4 and then. Give me, give me that last bit of that. of that. What, what was it, the sixth inning? Chaos I was trying to the sixth inning, like. 
We is it like an in the park home run or something? The, we had a couple RBIs. Then we have an inside the park home run by Sydney Blair, who may I mention had a very tough game at the plate. Had a very tough series at the plate, but then with this inside the park home run, she blasts us forward with the lead. Cool. And at that point, everyone's just going nuts because again, inside the park home run, you don't see that so you don't see that very often. To see that have help us take the lead. Yeah, everyone was jumping. Yeah, as well you should. And so, like you said, Ben, we got we got Kel coming up. Awesome, looking forward to that. You know, Stackhouse doing a good job keeping us informed there. Uh, Go to yeah, starts at five o'clock on Tuesday. Come out support your Lady Panthers. Maybe the last time you see them at home for the season. That's right. Hopefully they're down in Columbus after that, mm-hmm. playing that uh, double elimination. Yes, sir. Championship rounds that we do there at the final eight. Ben, what do you got next, man? All right, well, that we, way we can maybe you know talk some football. Yeah. We can we can get Jocelyn in the mix here. She's, we got we got some football going, and uh, I, I believe last time we talked it was the Sandy Creek loss. So now officially region play is underway. D- didn't start out the way I expected it to start out. We took a loss to Jonesboro two weeks ago. That was actually our first region loss since if you y'all you guys can recall the 2017 loss to Griffin. <laughs> It was. I, I think the team's energy was was dead, or maybe they read that region preview story. We know a few did. A few, a, a couple players did. But um, after that game, I talked with head coach, Coach Phillips. Here's what he had to say. So, not really a good way to start a region. Not, no, not re- start we're just not sharp the on the details. We're just missing too many details. And, um, you know, you can't beat – that's a playoff team. Playoff team from last year, that'll be one of our playoff teams this year. And you can't – you can't not be sharp with the caliber of people that we play, you know. So, we just got to improve and we'll, we'll get better during the week. So, despite this loss, you know, I have a feeling, you know, your offense, Kalen with the speed, Bonnie with the power, how prolific is that one too? Well, again, we're just missing a, a block here and there, getting an inopportunistic uh, holding penalties all over the place. Just, just you can't give that many plays away and expect to beat a team. So, all we can do is go back to work, and that's what we'll do. So now next week, you guys probably have your biggest region game of the year against Griffin. They got a pretty good, solid offense over there. How are you guys? What are you guys going to do to prepare for that well, game? We got to tackle better in space, number one. Got to get Hody back. Hody was out tonight. West played well back. Um, hopefully get Yarbrough in a workable arm. You know, he had that broken bone in his hand. Yeah. So, got to get healed up a little bit, but we got to get better with, in, in the detail department. We got to be sharp on every, every phase of the game. So, yeah, he was – Talking about, you know, they, they got to work out the Kings. You know, they were, they were definitely heartbroken that this was the team that gave us our first region loss in a while. But, you know, it sort of gave them that revenge factor for the next game against Griffin. And You know, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in on the Jonesboro thing. Like, uh, Coach and I had, had a quick little conversation in the, in the front office yesterday about, like, when we play teams like Jonesboro, Riverdale, um, oh, what's the one that we played at the start of the season? Mount Zion. Yeah, like Mount Zion, that kind of stuff. And we play on these neutral, these new, you know, because Clayton County, um, they have like central locations yeah. for their athletics. They don't necessarily play at the schools. 
And um, when we play at these sort of neutral sites like 12 Oaks or Terra Stadium, I mean, for me personally, like I, I love the stadiums. I love the history there. But there's just something about that environment that just – it, it just doesn't work for us. We end up not playing our best game, we're, you know, and um, I, I don't know. Like, thankfully, thankfully, we're home. We were home against Griffin, which I know you're about to talk about. We're home this week against Whitewater. Uh, obviously, some two big games. But you you were there, Ben, this Griffin game, man. Mm. You know, this this was this was the one. This is the one was- that we, we, we pinned, we circled, we highlighted, we marked up, we starred. Talk to me, man. If, if first, I will lead off by saying if you didn't go to this game, you missed out hard. So Griffin, they were definitely heavily favored. I believe Griffin's athletics page predicted this final score of that game to be 40 to 14 then. But, you know, the Panthers, of course, like I said, that revenge factor was there for that game. They wanted, they needed a region win, especially against Griffin, to really get back up there in contention for another region championship. Not only that, weren't we on, like, what was our losing streak going into that game? That was a three-game losing yeah, streak. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we, we, we got to do something. And we need to get back in the league. And what a time to do it. What a great time for all the all the cogs to run at the exact same time. Our run game was there. Kalen Sims, I think, is officially back. Another great game for him. He's he's hitting it off at the right time. I know Coach said even like Hunter Lawson, quarterback. You know, like that seemed to be his most, like his best managed game so mm-hmm. far this yeah, season. I, I would agree with that. And Bodney, of course, seeming to be a touchdown machine. He had three touchdowns in that game. But you know. Both teams kept it close. It was uh, it was 35-35, about a minute left in the fourth. We get the ball. Then with about seven seconds left, we call on a junior kicker, Connor Mark. That was his first field goal ever. He was, he's was he been injured the first couple games, but he finally made his debut. And boy, boy did he show up in his, in his first field goal attempt ever, 50 yards straight through the uprights for the win. Where do you go from there? 55. You, okay, but I mean, you, you've been injured for four weeks. You come you come into the game, and you kick a 50-yard game-winning field goal as your first field goal ever. Like, where do you go from there? That's, that's a good question. So um, I interviewed the man himself after that game, and here's what he had to say. That fourth quarter, you know, you're about to go kick that 50-yard field goal for the win. What was going through your mind at that moment before that kick? Honestly, I was kind of hoping, like, that it wasn't going to come down to me because – I just didn't want to do the for the final kick. I just didn't want to come down for me. So it goes through the uprights. About a second left. How were you feeling after that kick went through? Well, when I was watching it go through, I was like confused. Like, is this really happening right now? And I saw all the offensive linemen running at me. That's like, oh my god, this just happened. So yeah, definitely, he he was nervous throughout that entire play. You know. And who wouldn't be your first field goal ever? And this is, hey, this is we need to, you to kick a 50-yarder for the win. Well, I mean, I think everyone in the stadium was nervous. You go back two years ago, same situation. We're at home. We're against Griffin. We don't just need – like if we miss the field – like this case, we miss the field goal, okay, we go to overtime. That year, though, missed the field goal, we lose. And it was Michael Lance, you know, who, who missed a, a, a short field goal. You know, so, I mean, everyone had to be nervous with – this this young kicker Connor coming into the game and everything, but he did his job. He did oh, yeah, his job. For sure. So also going back to a little bit of Kalen Sims, you know, he had another good game, nearly 200 yards rushing, a touchdown. You know, he he was going back to old Kalen Sims from last year, and I talked with him after that game. Here's what he had to say. So that's probably one of the best Stars Mill football games I've seen in years. How how you feeling about this one right now? Man, I feel great about it. You know, coming into this game, a lot of people were saying we were gonna lose this game. 
you know, so at practice we just went 100%, made sure we had to go out there, put in the work, came out here, did what we had to do. We knew that it was going to be a close game coming into it, but we just kept playing hard and it paid off at the end. So, Connor Markey's 50-yard field goal to win that game. How'd you feel about that play? Man, I love him. I love him. I'm so glad he made that. Dude. I almost cried when he made that. Oh, my God. That'll count for guys. So, so, another good running game for you and Bodney both. What, what do you credit that success to? Um, a lot of it was the line. You know, we developed a lot from last year. You know, we developed a lot um, during this week of practice, you know. Last game we should have won, but our energy was dead, and we just had to click as an offense. We were always one player away, but everybody clicked, everybody did their assignments, everybody executed, everybody went 100%, and it showed on the board. So now you guys keep on keeping on next week against Whitewater. How are you going to take this momentum from this win to next week? Um, well, we can't let it get to it. I know it's going to be good for 24 hours, but once Monday comes, we got to get back to work. You know, we can't get complacent. We just got to keep working so we can go out next week and get the win. So, yeah, you know, he was excited. He did mention that in that Jonesboro game, their energy was just dead. So the, And they, they really kicked it up against Griffin, which they really had to because Griffin's really athletic and all you said kicked it up that that's funny that was that was nice did you do that one? that was nice man yeah, that was yeah. nice kicked, i like kicked that it up. It kicked was, it up yeah i didn't even thank you connor that. mark so uh yeah their next game here this friday against whitewater of course you know whitewater sort of shocked me last week they beat jonesboro i believe 21 20 i'm gonna, I'm gonna, re, I'm gonna change your wording there I, I meant to say jonesboro lost that game and whitewater didn't win that game jonesboro lost that game five turnovers in that game Exactly. So I don't think he deserved to win after that. But Whitewater, here, 730. It's a pink out. Not just a pink out, man. Y'all need to come early. I got a oh. message from uh, from Coach Lehman, the, the girls lacrosse coach, this morning. Um, before that game, our, our girls lacrosse team, who won the state championship last year, they're going to have their official ring ceremony and everything at 715. So wear the pink, come out early. Yeah. One thing I wanted to mention was that, I mean – Whitewater's played some really close game. Would played also a really close game against start against Griffin two weeks ago. So started off for the first half. For the first started off close. Then Griffin sort of pulled away. Maybe because this is an optimist, I'm an optimist. But maybe I kind of feel like this game may be a lot more. It may be a lot better of a game than we anticipate. It it could be so, but you got to come out tomorrow and find out for yourself. As long as the right guys win. That's right. <laughs> and uh, so we also, next week, we should have an upcoming Coach's Corner with Coach Phillips where we'll look back at region pl- first couple games of region play and we'll preview the big Macintosh game next week. Speaking of Macintosh, I believe uh, I'm going to I'm gonna take this one from you. I believe um, last weekend our cheer team headed over there to Macintosh. Interesting situation. You know, we had a, a couple couple members down um, on the squad and yet Stars Mill able, able to win it. They, they came home with the trophy. Um, but you know, for the full update there, you got to go to the prowlernews.org, pull up coach's corner because our very own Daniel Stackhouse sat down with coach McNally for the coach's corner there and, and talked through some of the things and just, I, I liked the way Stackhouse said it in, in the little blurb there, how, how this team is just continuing that adventure together, you know, and, and now they, now they got a little, little piece of hardware to carry with them. I like mm-hmm. that. I like that. So, um, while we're there, while we're talking about Macintosh, We've got uh, we got volleyball, and this is where Jocelyn's going to come in because yeah, Jocelyn's yeah. been kind of Jocelyn. our, our volleyball person here. Um, and, and Jocelyn, you you covered senior night earlier this week against Ola. 
I know that uh, you and Bree Kazusko have been working on a slideshow that we're going to get posted today. Um, but you, you talked with some players, a number of players, and coach. Like, kind of talk us through that. What, what, what seems to be the mindset of the team right now? Well, I think they're definitely gearing up for the region champion region tournament, and they're definitely practicing and preparing for that. And yeah, senior night went well. They won all three games, and senior night was really great. So I, I believe a region tournament happened yesterday against Griffin. started last night. Started last night, Griffin and Whitewater. I'm pretty sure we won both those games. We did two o two o actually. Like okay. the, the Whitewater one, I'm not gonna lie. I thought that one was gonna go three games. Uh, but we seem to have their number. So, um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're setting up for Saturday. Um, Saturday region championship against there. The against the powerhouse. Uh, against McIntosh. And this is that same McIntosh Rain team. State champions. Well, they're going for their third straight this year. Third straight state. And yes. they didn't lose anyone from last year's championship squad. You know, So the, the question that's been on my mind and, you know, when Coach Flowers stopped by the newsroom, is like, all right, What's it going to take to to, to slay the dragon? What's it going to take for David to to beat Goliath? You know, what's it what's it going to take to take down that juggernaut? Um, Do we do we have some audio from from one of them or I believe we do. I think uh, some Coach Flowers from Senior Night against Ola, and uh, here's what he had to say. So you guys did pretty good. Yes. Uh, Game three was really good. Uh, In game one, I noticed that there was still like a little bit of miscommunication. Game two, you guys did a little better. Game three, you did really good. How did you like work on that? Yeah, I think just we switched the lineup just a little bit so that all the seniors were in the whole time. Okay. Um, and they all they're all four starters, but not all of them play all the way around every rotation. So we changed that a little bit, which then that and senior night and all the stuff going on, yeah. they just a little slow start. But once they kind of got past that little spot, we we picked it up and, and finished strong. So. Definitely. Um, how do you think the seniors did, like, overall, throughout overall, the whole season? Yeah, overall, they've been great. I mean, they're definitely going to be missed next year. Um, top of the leaderboard and stats for whichever position they're in. Um, and the leadership on and off the court you know, is huge. So um, there'll be a, a big void to fill uh, next year. Definitely. How are you guys preparing for uh, the regional tur- tournament? Um, basically, just working on the things that we do well. Um, we can't necessarily control what the other team does, but we can um, do our best to, to play as hard as we can, to, to do our best at what we do, and at the same time try to adjust to what, what their strengths are. So yeah, just region championship, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a battle, I believe, Saturday, 1.30, and right here at Stars and Mill. That's right. So let's see, so Friday night I'm going to the football game early, seeing some lacrosse, getting some hardware. Staying for the Whitewater game. I'm going to sleep in a little on Saturday morning, and then I'm going to head back to Stars Mill to watch some volleyball. All right, it's a, and then I'm going to take I'm going to take Sunday and Monday off, and I'm coming Tuesday right out to the softball fields to support uh, round two of the state. Man, this is an exciting. Like, this, this is, is a, a good. This is a great. Week. This is a great time to be writing sports at Stars Mill. I mean, this is where we get to. Is you know we got we got. Cross country region coming up. We got softball in the second round. We got football right in the middle of the region schedule. We got we got cheer doing great things. We got volleyball getting ready for state. I mean, goodness, y'all, we're gonna be busy. So thick of the thick. Yeah. So so you want to write sports for the for the prowler, huh? We'll keep you busy. So yes, (laughs) we got a long weekend this weekend, and most students may be taking a much needed break. But uh, guess what? Prowler won't. (laughs) 
So I look for new content, not just in sports, but we've got we've got some great news stories. We got some features, some op eds, some arts and entertainment. I tell you, you know, we're we're riding a streak now. I think we're at about forty five consecutive days with posting at least one story. I mean, we're talking going back before Labor Day weekend. Even over that four day weekend, we kept posting stories. Over this four day weekend, we already have it set up that at least one story will post every single day over the break. So, I mean, by the time we come back from break, we're going to be at over 50 consecutive days of posting new content. Absolutely. That's awesome. So, I mean, Jocelyn's doing great stuff and branching out. Stackhouse is is stepping in and and doing his thing. Of course, Ben, yeah, I I don't know, man. There's one milestone of yours, Ben, that we have overlooked, and and maybe we'll bring that up in the future. I'll bring it up now. Uh, ben, uh, about a week or two ago, eclipsed the century mark for number of stories published for the Prowler. Uh, and that, I think, makes Ben only the third person ever, um, maybe fourth, no, fourth person ever to, to write more than 100 stories. And you're at almost 30, and it's only the nine weeks. Yeah, way but, to go, Ben. But, I mean, you know, to take us home, Ben. Like, take us home so we yeah, can so, make, head off to, to class here this morning. Yeah, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. You know, get, get those updates going for the stories and that. There's our bell, so we, we definitely got to wrap this up. From myself, Stackhouse, Jocelyn, Mr. Spencer, thank you guys for listening. Go Panthers.